This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Another sign of the fall, folks. Time changes. Interesting programs that we are launching and things like that on AMI-tv and over here at AMI-audio. The Pulse is airing at a new time starting this week. You can catch The Pulse Thursdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 10.30 a.m. Pacific. And you can also find it on YouTube. This week, Joita speaks to blind fashion designer uh, Patricia Wetter, uh, who is the creator of Blind Girl Designs. That's The Pulse, Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m., of course, Pacific Time, right here on AMI-audio. Kelly McDonald with Ramya Muthan. Here we go with a Tuesday Tech Talk. So much uh, great tech news and updates to come for us right now with Michael Babcock. It's time for Talking Tech with Michael, bringing you a shot of technology news to get your week going with sprinkles of assistive technology. Michael, you're down in the U.S. Are you feeling the back-to-school vibe in Oregon? I am super excited for it. (laughs) Super excited. Uh, I have one boy who is a junior this year, and he's doing freshman orientation today. Yeah. Um, And so he was out of the house at 7 o'clock and gave me a quick little glimpse of what's to come. And then both of them go back to regular school tomorrow. So my freshman and my junior. And uh, yeah, so super excited about that. Even though they mainly leave me alone, it's I, I love the smell in the air when it's time for back mm-hmm. to school. That's what I mean. Everybody feels it. And honestly, we're going to talk tech and we'll see, too, the, the fall releases and updates. And the, on the grand scheme of tech, it feels like a fresh start. I guess Getting everything ready for year. school. Yeah. yeah. And... And tomorrow's a big day, as you guys let off at the beginning of the show with Apple's new phone potential. So, That's you know, right. it's it's I like Kelly's Kelly's uh, relation. Yesterday is almost like New Year. Yep. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year to you guys, too. Also, is, is it just me or are kids getting an extra day off? Like not everyone's going back to school today. Some are going back tomorrow. But, but, but also, Michael, high schools and that and uh, what do you call it? public schools in the U.S., mm-hmm. a lot of them have been in school almost a month. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Demasi's right. kids went back to school in the beginning of August, and I'm like, man, I wish that was me. <laughs> <laughs> but the colleges and un- the universities, what they kind of go last week, this week? Is that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That they're similar to yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we have different wishes when we're kids about when we go back to school versus when you're parents, right? So. Putting that on the table too. <laughs> That's so. true. Yeah, I couldn't figure out how to get my never go back to school kind of wish. I know, with, but never happened. Uh, we worked on it so hard, though. Okay, let's talk Jaws twenty twenty three. It's going to be in public beta soon. What are some of the new features we can expect? Yeah, so some of the features that I go over today, the Freedom Scientific team has said both on FSCast and a clubhouse I just got off of about an hour ago that they want people to know that the features that are released now are not the only features that will be released for the 2023 release. Uh, We're going to talk about the public beta, and the ultimate goal for the public beta is the fact that they want people to 
give feedback and share what features they would use. And uh, one of the features coming is Smart Glance, and that's for JAWS users. And this will jump focus uh, with JAWS to the place that sighted web developers might want to bring attention to. Uh, so if you're a developer, you might change the font of something or put something in bold and not necessarily put that into a heading. So JAWS will use some smarts to be able to determine what is important information to bring audio, bring your attention to. And I'm excited to see if this will improve my uh, checkout process for work because I'm sure there's something there that visually says your total is this and maybe I'll be able to tap the letter Y, which used to work for jumping to the next span element, but tap the letter Y to jump to the next uh, very important element. Hmm. Dell, a computer manufacturer, has drivers called Wave Max. These Wave Max drivers have presented some interesting challenges for people using Eloquence and Vocalizer uh, screen um, synthesizers. And the team at Freedom Scientific and Dell has worked together, and they've come to a conclusion to, to where it appears that there is no longer the uh, overuse of memory that the WaveMax tools have used in the past, so they fixed that as well. 2023 will also come with ARM support. So if you use some of the convoluted processes that I've experimented with uh, for installing Windows on an M1 or M2 MacBook, you'll also be able to use JAWS on those as well. In addition, uh, other M1 or other ARM-driven processors on uh, Windows computers will also be able to be used with JAWS. Uh, and the software will be smart enough to install the proper version. There's two more real quick features I want to bring up. The first of which is for ZoomText and Fusion users. This will bring what's called Tethered View. So if you're magnified into 4, 5, 6x, if something happens off screen, for example, if you're typing in a search in the start menu and you wouldn't see that because you're magnified too far, you are able now to have JAWS select that information and show it above your magnified screen. So it definitely could be helpful for someone who has uh, those uh, tools. And then the last thing I want to mention, uh, the one of the later versions of JAWS 2022 brought the new notification manager. So you can change what notifications are spoken out to you um, and 2023 is going to offer regular expressions for those notification uh, editing, which means you can pull exact information uh, out of the notifications and only hear what's important for you as the end user. And of course, this is just the beginning of what's mm. coming to JAWS. So if you want to get the public beta, how would you get it uh, if I wanted to do that? So they were hoping to have it available today. Right now, uh, something came up on Friday. That's the thing with beta. Be aware that things can change. So the public beta will be available on Freedom Scientific's website later this week or very possibly early next week. And you'll be able to get that public beta by filling out a form at freedomscientific.com and selecting the beta link. And then you'll be able to, to fill out the form and then download the beta software. And you kind of touched on this, Michael, but why might we want to try out the public beta? So the team wants to know what is working for people and, of course, what's not working for people. Uh, and, and they'd like to see what beta users want to see prior to the software being released. And the, the public beta is only a certain part of the testing process of the JAWS software. There are private betas that test 
private beta testers that test things out that the team asked them to do. But having it as a public beta allows the Freedom Scientific team to have JAWS available on multiple different types of computers mm-hmm. to see what works and what doesn't. Okay. Uh, sir, let's move on to this. And this is kind of interesting. Uh, a new resource for Mac accessibility resources was released. What might I find on this? Yeah, so this is very interesting. Uh, it's it's re, re-sparking my love for the Mac operating system that I have a love-hate relationship with. The first tool is Indent Beeper. So if you're involved in uh, programming Python or you just need to know when there's an indentation in the text or content that you're reading, you can use this tool to play a beep in order to give you the that indication. There's a tool to quickly translate contents that was last spoken by voiceover or copied to the clipboard. There's a tool on there that will allow you to trigger automation based on system events. So if something happens on your computer, then you can trigger an automation to happen. There's a console for a console-based screen reader. So if you're doing a lot of work in terminal or using the console, then this might be something you could use. A resource monitor for the Mac, uh, a couple of collection of software for uh, helping you monitor how much resources you're using. And then my favorite one, which is VOCR, which allows a voiceover user to run OCR or optical character recognition on the screen to make inaccessible apps possibly accessible. And that's how I use, uh, thanks to Stephen Scott for the suggestion, that's how I was able to use parallels in order to install Windows 11. And then the, the last one I'll mention is there's a speech history. So you can review the last thing that voiceover said and then copy that contents to your clipboard if you'd like. Wow. Okay, there's so much here that'll uh, help a lot of different people in a lot of different scenarios. How can we access these resources? Yeah, so I'll give the website. It's air. It's aaron-gh.github.com. .io uh, slash Mac-accessibility-hub. Uh, and it's available on Twitter. Again, that's aaron-gh.github.io slash Mac-accessibility-hub. And you can get all the details over there. Okay. A resource with 10 AI tools was shared on uh, Top Tech Tidbits last week. Uh, can you review some of these tools? Yeah, so let's preface this by saying that these are more for ref- for informational purposes. Uh, the tools that I tried mm, sometimes had accessibility challenges, so just be conscientious of this. Magic Eraser will allow you to erase the unwanted things from photos. Kind of a little scary if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> use AI from words to create images. I'll talk about that in a moment. AI Writer, which allows you to write stuff by sharing topics of those information. Uh, This person does not exist, which is a very interesting tool. It's an AI that repeatedly generates images of photos of people who don't actually exist. Uh, So very interesting there. And then Name Links, which will help you with generating domain names and names for businesses if you're looking to start a business. Okay. So you have some experience with using some of these tools. How has that been? 
Yeah, accessibility's been hit and miss with these I tools. So <laughs> uh, the AI to create images from words, uh, my it, it just told me the word that I put in there after I put in the word as the alt text. So there was no automatic alt text. I put in Blind Shell Classic 2 and it showed me images of guitars or parts of guitars or CD players mixed with guitars. Oops. A little bit confused where it got that from. But of course, you know, this, this is more beta software. My little brother helped me with figuring that out and then the uh writing tool ai writer i use an alternative tool called copy.ai and that is you put in some topics and it will generate some text for you to use in your promotional materials i couldn't get the ai writer to work well for me uh for some reason jaws wasn't seeing the edit box i did only spend like 20 minutes with it but there's a lot of work coming in and i will tell you copy.ai does have a free plan as well mm, nice okay uh, let's talk about an event you're involved in next week as you're holding one next Tuesday about the uh, Blind Shell Classic 2 on Zoom. Tell us about it. Yeah, so for about three months now, every Tuesday, a friend of mine and I host a call at 10 a.m. Pacific time called uh, Unmute Presents. And I tell people, bring your technology questions. We'll at least pretend like we know the answers for you. We figured that uh, we needed some guests. Yeah, exactly. We needed some guest presenters on here. Uh, that way they can come and share information. So every six weeks or so, we're bringing a special guest. Uh, Diane from uh, from Blindshell USA will be coming to answer questions, share information, and and go into more detail about Ira, which, for those who are curious, is now available in the app catalog as of yesterday on the Blind Shell. Very cool. Yes, so many uh, great upgrades to the Blind Shell as we keep in touch with them. How can people join? Yeah, so if you want to join, send an email. You don't have to be a member, but send an email to community at acb.org. Let them know that you're interested in the Blind Shell uh, presentation that'll be on Tuesday the 13th at, again, 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern. I love the buzz you guys and the Double Tap folks are giving uh, Blind Shell, them coming on our show, making time for us to learn so much about it because... I think, and I don't know what you guys feel, but I think that this is this is a device so suited to so many people mm-hmm. who otherwise may not bother, may be mm-hmm. a bit too frightened of technology. It, it definitely is. And and ultimately, really, it comes down to that tactile factor. Yes. Having those physical buttons to push makes a giant difference in people. Yeah. And, and they're... They're continuously adding features and uh, keeping people in the loop on all kinds of things to come and additions. Like you said, Ira's right, you know, on it now. Um, that kind of thing is very promising because we're, you know, some of us might be hesitating thinking, do I want to go for a more simple option? But it's it's up there. Yeah. Awesome, Michael. Yep, it is. Appreciate you guys have it. a great rest of your show. Thank you. We'll talk to Michael next Monday for our regular Tech Talk. And we'll step aside for just a moment. We'll talk to Jeff Thompson about the Woodworking for the Blind uh, group that's out there and a podcast on woodworking as well. We'll get into that during the woodworking segment next. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.